tell me I'm wrong, bitch. Tell me I'm wrong. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our czar of source material, John. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> and our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I'm just so big. In Japan? No. <laughs> That's that ref- that musical reference is probably before your it is before your time. It's before my time. God, I, I'm old. Most things are before my time. Yeah. We're like <laughs> seven, dude. What the heck? <laughs> well, if you ask show, he's like permanently thirteen. He's on like his seventh season of being thirteen. I was only turned thirteen two days ago. I don't know uh-huh. what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so tonight, the three of us have gotten together to do another WTF episode of the podcast where we are going to be talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And um, since we've gotten a lot of questions on our Discord server from followers lately, which uh, you can also ask us any kind of questions you want by joining our Discord server. We have a channel set up just for our followers to ask questions of us. Um, we thought we'd get to a few of those bef- uh, tonight. We're obviously not going to get to all of them because over the last few days, we've gotten, God, I think like 12 of them. Um, And if we answered all of them, we'd just be here all night answering questions, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But anyway, yeah, keep them coming. Uh, The people who have given us these questions, definitely keep them coming. And if you have a question for us, it doesn't have to be about anime. It can be about anything in particular. Feel free to join our Discord server and ask us. You can find a link to our Discord server down below. Uh, if you're not already a member of our server there. Um, so I've randomly chosen uh, four questions, pseudo-randomly. I wanted questions from four different people. Um, so the very first one I think was originally directed at me, but the you guys can ask uh, too. Uh, I want to find out who, who actually asked this question. Uh, Dr. Sauce on our... Uh, discord server who is also one of the admins of our facebook page uh he wants to know who was the very first trap you ever encountered and were they the one who made you fall in love with traps um i feel like since this question was probably originally directed at me i mean i can say with certainty the first trap i ever was aware of or saw in anime was haku from naruto um i think it's probably the same for you too isn't it john yeah, Haku, because I definitely thought Haku was a girl. I mean, everyone thought Haku was a girl, right? That was the joke. Naruto thought Haku was a girl. <laughs> that was like the big twist at the end of that episode. It's like, <laughs> walks away and is like, by the way, I'm a boy. <laughs> like, where? And Naruto's like, he's prettier than Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a high bar to clear. TBH. That's, uh, be, yeah, Damn, honestly, that's savage. not a high bar. Listen, I hate Sakura. <laughs> but she has um, pink hair. What do you hate about that? What's your point? Anyone so does you know Gasai. Can't be that bad. Uh-huh. I haven't watched Naruto, so I'm just talking out my ass as I usually do. Um <laughs> so who was your first trap? I, I feel like also reverse traps are a uh, fair game for this question. Well, as you all know, I'm traps are not my fetish. Okay, I don't fetishize traps. I don't like traps in general, regular or reverse. But my first one, I would say, is Haruhi from Uran Coco Host Club. 
Um, and she was all right. It's kind of boring. Whatever. I mean, I think a lot of people, myself included, have very fond memories of Warren High School Host Club. Oh, yeah. Know, dude. The, the freaking incest twins. Mm. Yeah. That was a little cringy. I mean, looking back on it, it was a little cringy. I remember, like, because that was when people were doing cringy-ass shit at anime conventions back then. Like, there were people who would cosplay as them, and it's like, they'd be making out in public. I'm like, ooh, I don't think that's good. You know, like, I watched it when I was around 18, and it was, like, one of the most overtly homosexual, like, displays in media I'd seen, and I was like... A little startled. I was like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know they were this explicit about that. Um, and But looking back at it, it's pretty problematic. Listen, <laughs> they're just sharing their brotherly love. No, no, no. Exchanging brotherly love with each other. No. Exchanging <laughs> brotherly love fluids. I mean, uh, what? Yeah. Um, I, I can't say, though, that, like, Hagu being my first trap was the one that made me, like, fall in love with the idea of traps um if i have to pick one specific character i mean it's it's something kind of recent actually um it's probably felix argyle from re-zero now does felix cross-dress because he just likes cross-dressing but he's actually straight right i Okay, his sexuality has never officially come up, like, in canon, but I personally believe he is straight. He's just a guy, or he's bisexual, at least. Um, and I think he genuinely has the hots for Krush. Uh, I just think he likes wearing women's clothes. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever. That's zero relevance. I, I just wanted to know for my own personal mind oh, bank. Mm -hmm. So you can justify <laughs> the spank bank? Yes. <laughs> Time to scrub no. all of the feeling. Anyway. Per yeah. I mean, personally, I don't think that Felix is gay as a character, but even if he is, it wouldn't bother me any. I mean, I, d I just don't think that being gay is a re requirement for a trap character. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't really care about trap characters. Like, I, I really like some trap characters. Like, I really like um, Totsuka. T fucking, who's the, who's the guy? Psycho? Psycho from Psycho. Snafu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psych. I really like him because they just like make him super cute. And I'm just like, ha! He's cute. What I don't <laughs> like is... You, you like traps for the cuteness factor, though. Yeah. I like all cute things, so it's kind of just yeah. like, it doesn't really matter to me. All cute is all, you know, cute. All mm -hmm. cute is equal. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so the next question we have is from uh, Military Boy AJ, whoever is adding names on this doc that we're using. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Uh, this question is who is your favorite overpowered MC and John since you're on this podcast and I know you love overpowered characters I want you to answer this first Sasuga Einsama I mean, is there really any other answer to this question though? no there is not like I, I really like Ainz like he's overpowered in the context of like the new world and stuff but he's just an entertaining character all around because even though he's OP it's not like he, he solves everything by just being OP like, he actually has a battle plan, he has monologuing, and he actually takes things into consideration. And if you read Volume 14, Platinum Dragon Lord, you know what I'm talking about. Like, he's. Just... I also like that how even though he is super OP, sometimes he's able to win just by having fucking conversations with people. Yeah, and he's just an entertaining character. Because a lot of OP MCs kind of just go like, oh, 
well, I'm just going to be OP and I don't like how you did this thing, so I go and smash your organization. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I freed so much of it. And it's kind of just like it all blurs into one page. There's yeah. just no I, real reason other than plot convenience that they're OP. I think that's genuinely like all three of us. That's our answer is Ein's old gown from Overlord. I mean, so there's no guy. other possible answer. So... <laughs> Not really. Because every other OP character that we see in anime or in manga, light novels, stuff like that, they, they all follow the same pattern of, I reincarnated, I have some cheat skill, I I know knowledge from a different world and makes it me smarter and stronger than everyone else, and it's all so overused, and it's like, bleh. You know, it starts blending together. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick someone else that I really, really like as an uh, overpowered main character... I'd probably go with with Rimuru uh, from uh, Slime Tensei because I just I really like his the character. Yeah, his quote unquote. I don't think he has a gender, but mm, technically he has a gender. Well, he he was gendered before he turned into a slime. Yeah, my second pick. I don't know if this person is considered overpowered, but I'd go with Lelouch from Code Geass. You could consider him overpowered. See, um, I would disagree, but <laughs> I don't think he's overpowered just because of, like, the restrictions on his power, you know? Honey, he gets around those restrictions easily. Mm. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I can, I can see that going either way, honestly. Um, the Gias is a really powerful thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the uh, third question we have here is from uh, Mizu Ayu. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. Um, who is your favorite YouTuber? Well, either I, one of you want to go first? Yeah, I, I can go first. Cause, so I would have answered uh, two best friends play because I, I was super big into them in high is school. Is that a euphemism? Yes. <laughs> but uh, sadly, they have broken apart and on, are no longer a team of... They used to be four people. There was uh, Wooly, Liam, Matt, and Pat, but... They've broken up, so right now I, I watch a lot of Markiplier. Like, I, I fucking love Marky Moo. He's my favorite. <laughs> like, I didn't like him before. Like, pre-2018, Markiplier is, like, the same every other face cam Let's Player where they scream a lot. They they try to do high energy. Like, it's just, now that he's mellowed out, I like him a lot more. And I feel like pre-2018, Markiplier was really always leaned into the idea of playing a character and yeah. now it's like his videos now it's like it's just him yeah now he's just being weird he's just like and and that's what i really like it's a lot more genuine um it's not to say that his old content was bad like he tries he has puts in a lot of effort to like make you feel engaged when he's playing games but there's only so much of pre-2018 markiplier i can take hmm all right, so what about you? You got to have oh, some God. toxic people that you oh, love. Oh, no. Gig so, it. Mom's basement. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so ashamed of my answer. But, yeah, my favorite YouTuber is, like, a really unpopular YouTuber because I'm that hipster who follows someone with, like, 3,000 subs. Wow. Um, so their channel's called Half Moon Joe, and I've been watching them for, like, 10 years and I've been, I watch like every single video of theirs. Uh, I love them so much. Um, they're like a gay Let's Player. Um, oh. And they look like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And I'm not exaggerating. 
And I don't know, they just vibe with me. Like, honey, gay and ugly, that's me. So that's what I watch. I mean, since you said it, I won't disagree. Wow. Oh, also, I do live in a cave, so. And you're 13, right? I mean, I look 13. I mean, like, (laughs) see, Gollum has that same thing where it's like, he looks like a child, but he's probably like a thousand years old, so. Just like you. (laughs) Excuse me? I'm actually 13. I can't believe you would imply anything otherwise. Um, All right. I guess, so, obviously, a bit... Ever since I got into VTubers, that's pretty much all I watch now mm-hmm. on YouTube is VTubers. Um, I feel like if I had to choose a specific VTuber that I love a lot, I mean, Sakura Miko is my fucking queen. Yeah. Um, fuck Miko! Fuck Miko! Fuck no, you, Miko! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, Miko! No, fuck Miko! <laughs> I fucking love Miko. Hey, stay home! Stay home! Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I ever since I fell down the VTube role, I still haven't simped. However, I I I've grown on uh Miko. She's just so she does stupid shit. Um I mean, if if you join our Discord server periodically, I showed my updated uh whole live VTuber rankings. Uh just just who I love more and more every day. Um if I had to choose someone who's not actually a VTuber that I really really like on YouTube, um there's it's i guess it's a relatively new channel it's only been around for like two or maybe two and a half years now it's a guy called the critical drinker um he's a scottish uh youtuber he's he's also a writer that's his like his primary job um who does a lot of um media commentary like tv shows movies things like that um and just like his uh his name would entail he is drunk in a lot of the stuff that he puts up and it's very entertaining. He also does a lot of like multiple hours long commentaries about like individual things like a specific movie or a specific TV show with other uh like media commentary uh YouTubers as well. Um that's usually really interesting to listen to, especially for someone like me who works very long hours and needs something to listen to at work. Um so if you're ever looking for someone that is very entertaining to listen to talk about movies and TV shows, uh the critical drinker is pretty good. Nah, man, if they want something to listen to while they're at work, man, check out Anime Club after dark. That too. After you check out us, though, and you're caught up with all of our shit. Come on, man. That was a perfect opportunity to plug the podcast. What is wrong with you? Who's your favorite YouTuber, Anime Club after dark? Aren't you on that? Oh, that's true. Yeah, totally. We're on YouTube. Freaking 100 uh, episodes in, start plugging our own podcast on our podcast. Dude, this is the metagame. You don't understand. We are we are our own sponsor. <laughs> Can't get a sponsor. We will become our own sponsor. Oh, God. Okay, then. <laughs> this segment sponsored by John's... <laughs> by, by John's building rage and all the shitty audio I keep sending him. <sighs> Dear Lord. One day. <laughs> All right, uh, so the final question we're going to tackle tonight from one of our uh, followers is uh, from Dorime. Uh, he asked, or she, I don't know. They. Um, <laughs> they ask, uh, which character do you relate to the most and why? Now, this didn't specify anime character, but I'm going to assume they mean anime character. Mm, I don't really identify with any anime character because, like, I'm just too weird. Oh. <laughs> So what you're saying is Hoenkyo. Yeah, basically I'm oh, Yeah, there we go. No. 
Christina. You oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But no, I really can't decide because no one really gets me. Um, I kind of just do what I want. And I, I can't. Right. I no one really answer. gets me. Says the only person on our podcast currently in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm talking about anime characters. There's no. I've never seen myself portrayed as an anime character. Like, I don't really identify with anyone very strongly because. There are certain things I agree with, certain things I don't with anime characters and how they abuse their powers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. And I don't really fair see enough. myself represented in any other way. I mean, that's fair. The person that I relate to most is from something that's borderline anime, and it's Kazkan from Neo Yokio. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, bitch. Tell me I'm <laughs> wrong. Listen, my favorite color, pink, because I'm gay. Um... I'm a diva. I'm popular. Everyone wants to talk to me. The world revolves around me. Honey, I am I am Kazkan. Oh, also my name is Kazu. So I am Kazkan. Listen. <laughs> Kazukan. You know what? This is very convincing. Listen. You make it you do make a very convincing argument about this. The only the only real difference between the two of you is you're not voiced by an annoying prick. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm sure many people would call my voice annoying. And many people would call me a prick, so <laughs> it's not too far off. No, I don't. You, I do not like a... how quickly you agreed with no. But you do make it. No, you, it's because you make a very convincing argument. You know what? You can. You can. What? What? What character do you relate to, Alex? Uh, just about any uh fucking Chinibio character. Oh, uh, wait, you, are you that Chinibio? I feel like you're more cringe than Chinibio. Yeah, I do not think you're that much Chinibio in real life. Yeah. Uh, I'm not it, seeing it. No, but I want to be. Oh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you could be the Dark Flame Master. You're damn straight I wish I could be. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick one that I think I am genuinely like, um, I'd, I'd probably say Rei Kiriyama for a March Comes in Like a Lion. Because you're sad and have glasses. <laughs> well, okay, yes, yes, you're not wrong about that, but um, also that, like, while I do consider myself more extroverted than introverted, it does take me a while to get used to being around new people. Okay, that's fair. Um, it also takes me a while to become, like, really good friends with someone. Okay. Which is something that he, it's something that he goes through. But are you implying you're a cute Shota boy? Is he a Shota boy? No, he's an old say man. He's a Shota. He's cute. Mm. And I'm cute. Mm. Okay. <laughs> John, John, stop. Listen, listen. You're mm-hmm. a very impressive man. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, where is this going? <laughs> well, let's see. Of, of the, of, between the two of you, John's actually met me more than you have. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid to understand what you're implying. I, I have to take into account your personality as well. It's not just looks, okay? It has to be personality. <laughs> personality not, wise. My only thing my only thing in saying that is he's been around me in person more than you have. Yeah. So I'm aware. Alex is he more stayed of an in old my man. house for a week. Alex is more of an old man. I'm just oh. saying. Uh, I do I am an old soul. Mm-hmm. No, mm. just old. <laughs> wow. 
listen. On that note, uh, thank you guys for sending in the questions to us. Um, on our next WTF, we'll get to maybe four or five more questions that you guys had. Um, and like I said before, if you aren't a member of our Discord server and you want to ask us questions, do join in the link down below where you can ask us whatever you want. Um, so, actually getting into our WTF episode tonight, um, Natai is not actually here to do the Simp silly, report! Simp report! The, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the silly uh, sound effect, but John, what you just did will suffice. Wait, he does so, a sound uh, effect every time? He's like... Anyway, so yeah... If this is your first time coming to this, yes, every month I do keep track of how much I actually simp to VTubers. Um, so the total is up to $726. It's US dollars <sighs> so far. Um, I'll just go down the list here as to how much I've donated to each person. Um, Sakuramiko is the one that I've donated the most to at $350. Um, next is Usada Pekura at $105. Uh, third is Inugami Kurone at $77. Um, I've donated $69 to Galgura, and that was all one donation just to hear her go nice. Uh, it was worth it. Um... <laughs> I have donated $40 to Hosho Marin Desu. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hosho Marin Desu. I have donated $35 to your boy, Mori Calliope. Hey, deadbeats. <laughs> Peace! <laughs> uh, I have donated $10 to Natsuhiro Matsuri. Uh, another 10 to Shirakami Fubuki. No wife. Listen, silver cat girl. <laughs> no, no cat. No cat. Fox. <laughs> um, I have donated $5 to Hachima Chima. Let me. Oh, by the way, those lore videos. Holy shit. <laughs> she, she's crazy, man. Hachima is nuts. Genuinely, John, since you're here, I got to ask, is she like trying to become the new filthy Frank? Because if so, I I'm don't all for know. It. But she started out as, like, first of all, Hachima is not real, right? <laughs> like, she started out as, oh, I'm just another cute idol. And then she just, like, started getting unraveled. And it's like, no, she's actually just a crazy bitch. Yeah, like, so, like, the thing with Hachima is, like, she started out, she was in Australia, right? She was a, a Japanese foreign exchange student in Australia. And then COVID hit right as she finished her studies in Australia, and she couldn't get her return visa accepted by the Japanese government. Oh, no. So she was trapped in Australia for, like, nine months. Jesus Christ. After after her studies were over, and like I feel like watching her trapped in Australia for those nine months, we just slowly watched her go crazier and crazier. Well, no, the real reason she did even all that crazy like reveal stuff and with the severed head thing was she got a new model with her old hair, and that was the only reason. But she chose to take it so fucking far and make like crazy like Yandere fucking murder vibes and this whole twin lore. It's so stupid. <laughs> It is, but it's awesome and it's so creative it's so fucking creative uh, yeah. i love the lore videos that she's been putting out i hope she does more of them i genuinely hope she's trying to become like the next filthy frank and just do this crazy ridiculous shit yeah akai oh. hato has definitely i think she realized that she needed to stick herself out more 
and going this crazy girl route is definitely because it helped put her at a million, right? Yeah, she's just she just very recently passed a million subscribers on YouTube, and it's it's certainly over the last month or so, she's been putting out this absolutely batshit crazy shit. Like she's gained a hell of a lot of followers. Yeah, I think her manager greenlit all this because they realized like we need something to because there's so many girls in Hollow Live, right? Like, and then you yeah, got... they're all and there's about to be a new generation of Ian girls. <laughs> yeah. Apply now. The deadline is like... Oh, Natai has actually applied. No way. I'm not joking. Oh Natai actually God. sent in an application. Oh, man. I would watch Natai as well. I would he also watch so, Natai. He doesn't realize... He says he hasn't simped, and I believe him, but he is so fucking far in this rabbit hole. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't... Maybe I'll apply. I don't know. I hate people, so I don't think people would like to watch me. Oh, dear. <laughs> The entire uh, cast would just be me. I hate all of you. Get away from me. <laughs> uh, well, you can, hey, Hachima does that now with their chatting streams. People will send her stuff like, be my wife. She's like, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That's mean. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, let's see. I uh, donated to everyone's winning son, Yokoku Roboro. Is that, that's the old guy, right? No, no, no. That's the guy who always wears like the vest and stuff, and he's like, "I'm everyone's winning son." Oh, I'm thinking of someone else then. Just when there was a VTuber I was watching, where it's like he sounds like an old man, and his character is an old man. Yeah, there is, there is, there is. This guy, the old man. No, I just answered that question. Okay, well, I disagree with you. (laughs) Oh. Um, And then, uh, since the last time I did the Simp Report, I have actually donated to two brand new ones. Um, I finally broke down and donated to Kureji Ali. I'm surprised it took you this long to start donating to Ali, because, holy shit, did you like her from the beginning? I do. I love her, her, like, insanely, like, caps lock energy 24-7. I fucking love it. Uh, and then the other one I've recently donated to is Natai's new favorite VTuber, uh, Ayunda Risu, which is one of the other Hololive Indonesian. Fucking the, the nuts girl. Nuts. Big nuts. Tasty nuts. Yeah. Flat nuts. Oh. Squirrel girl. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that the, the whole lore behind her is just actually it's it's two different personalities. There's Ayunda and Risu. Risu's like the cute, like, oh, I love everyone person. And then, like, there's the Sundare Ayunda that's inside of her. Yeah, see, I don't keep up. Those are the Indonesia, right? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, uh, Ali and Risu are both Indonesian VTubers, yeah. Yeah. Do they cast in English? Uh well Ali does her streams she does she talks everything she says is always in English Indonesian and Japanese what what so she self translates while she's streaming oh kind of like how Kiara does with between English and Japanese that's huh. a lot of languages yeah it's too much yeah um and then most most of the Indonesian VTubers will go back and forth between English and Indonesian um Risu mostly streams in English though. But anyway, that's a simp report. I've, I'm I'm giving away all of my money. Listen, <laughs> there are better things that you could be spending all your money on. Right? There are far worse things too. <laughs> that's true. It's a fair point. Debatable. Like you could be, you could be spending all of it on freaking gacha games. <laughs> oh, I'm like you, John. Shh, that's for later. <laughs> that's for no. Later. I, you brought it up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I have a problem, guys. I I have been spending boatloads of money in Genshin 
and I have an unhealthy addiction, and I need an intervention. Well, I can I can tell you, you do need an intervention, but I can tell you one group of people who really love it, and that's the Chinese Communist Party. Really thank you for your patronage. Oh, yeah. I bet. No problem, General Mao. Wait, no. Who's the guy now? Panda? Uh, Xi Jinping. Or? Oh, there we go. Wait, we can't say the other one, the one he's related to, because then we would be banned. Oh. Shut up. Oh, okay. So how much have you spent, let's, John? Let's just say he lives in the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> between the last uh, month, I was like, oh, I'm just going to save up all of my, um, like, crystals and not buy anything. And I did really well. And I didn't get any event characters because I rolled a really good one. I was like, oh, I don't need anyone else. And then I got to the end game of Genshin where all of it's just farming. And then I was just like, I need to up my DPS even more. I need to spend $150 in, like, a span of 10 minutes to get a fucking... So... I was gatching for a specific character to get two copies, and I had to spend 150 to just get two copies. And I got like boatload of copies of others that I didn't care about. And I was like, whatever. And I was just like, wow, I'm up to I think. So before that, I was at 300, so I'm at 450 now, which is, I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's in the span of a couple months where I've spent 450 dollars on just. Playing a stupid mobile game that I don't. I, and the worst part is, I know I don't need these characters. Like, I have a great team, I have a great setup, and I finish raising all my characters and all their items and farming and all this shit. And then I gatch two new characters that I'm like, oh yeah, now I can optimize my team better, even though I don't need to. And it's it's a problem. What it is a problem? What does it say about me that I find that this expenditure is more reasonable than donating to VTubers? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, why don't, don't you go fuck yourself oh, oh my wow i don't know it's different when you spend money on a game because it's like it's all entertainment so it really shouldn't matter if you get hours of entertainment and you spend the same amount of money on a vtuber versus a game what's really the difference right people spend way more money going out to go drink over the weekend with their friends or stuff you know so it's it's really not much different <laughs> some you- of us do both of those things yeah, I, well, think I don't have a social life. Oh, dear. I think it's because I'm a selfish person. Like, I like spending money on games so I can bully other people. But then, like, yeah. compared to... <laughs> That's com- exactly why you play Dead by Daylight, too. Exactly. Compared to, like, donating to VTubers, that's, like, being nice to people. And I don't understand. So I think, <laughs> I think that's the breakdown of why I feel that way. You know what? Tell Fair me again, so why you don't currently have a boyfriend. <laughs> because... <laughs> I hate everyone <laughs> on this planet. It's because show is a lot to handle in a very small package. Oh. Well, you got that <laughs> Honey, right. That's very my grinder profile. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's like his that's like his intro on a dating app. I'm I'm a lot to handle in a very small package. Oh yeah. I don't understand. like I get it. Like and I, I agree, like, if you're if you're enjoying it and you're getting, you know, entertainment out of it, fine. But, like, the reason that I donate to VTubers is that I find their, um, the content they put out, like, particularly entertaining. Like, that, the reason I donate is because whatever they've done right before I donate to them, I found really entertaining. Whether that's, like, a karaoke stream or, um, or a game that they played that I really like or whatever. Um, or sometimes I'll donate to ask them a question, um, during one of their chatting streams. Um, but like with, with, with gotcha, like I've tried, I've actually tried to get myself addicted to gotcha games 
and I can't get addicted to this. Wait, why would you try? Why is that something you would want to do? <laughs> yeah, like, so for me, I originally I was trying to be a free to play for this game. Like, uh, Genshin's made by MiHoYo. I've been playing. I've I've been playing MiHoYo games since the beginning, so I've been a part of their community for a very long time. Like over the last freaking I don't know seven eight years now. God, has it been about that time? Seven or eight years, I think I've been playing their games. And so it's to me, it's a company that I, I like playing games for, and I don't really mind spending the money. So I get it. I get why you would spend it on VTubers. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, but I, I tried to get into gacha games. Like, I tried with Azure Lane. Like, and that's a game that's full of hot fucking waifus. I don't know. There's a lot of factors to being addicted to gacha. Like, for Genshin, it's a basically just a waifu and husbando collector like the rest of them so Mm. you know it's insanely why fate zero fire emblem heroes fate zero no fate fate grand order is that the yeah fgo just say fate in general just fate well the mobile it's just a waifu simulator well there's a mobile game right and i think it's grand order that's the mobile game yeah grand order is the mobile game yes yeah so yeah but fate and um azure lane and Concole and basically all the other fucking Waifu and Girls Frontline. Girls Frontline. Arc Knights. That's still popular for whatever reason. Like, there's not a lot of gameplay that requires you to gatch in these games. Uh, but I I do want to talk about predatory nature of gacha games and how it's kind of everywhere in life. Because I was just at, like, the store at a Target. And was just waiting in line. And there was a kid that walked up and grabbed this pouch that was like, hey, buy this, like, one dollar pouch it could have one of 12 lego characters in it and she grabbed one and then she came back and grabbed a second one. Oh damn and i'm just like what the fuck and then i thought about it i was like gacha exists everywhere in our life you know there's always people there's, there's always been gacha in every part of my life growing up like card packs remember buying card packs for Yu-Gi-Oh, for pokemon for fucking yeah, honey, having essentially whole, gotcha my whole yeah. childhood Remember That's those those t- those toys and fast food? Yeah, yes, even honey. McDonald's is doing a freaking um Pokemon thing right now for Pokemon toys and cards yeah. and shit. And well, it's I mean, like even, oh, we've even got like before, six. <laughs> Go yeah, before any and Japan has this too, like the Gachapon, which is where Gacha comes from. It's like the coin, the capsule toys that you get. I mean, that's essentially the same thing. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of companies have started to capitalize on this and just thrown in gacha everywhere. Like we've seen the steady stream of gacha mechanics inside of video games, like yeah, free to play, yeah, loot boxes, stuff like that. And we've talked about this before, but just it's everywhere else in life that we have. Like there's a lot more companies moving to do collectibles, to do like mini collectibles. Hey, do you want to buy one of these? Uh, could get a collectible for the store. Like stores are doing it. Fucking going to a, a stores. One specifically, like uh, a Japanese store I go to, they're like, hey, we have a collectible mascots. You could get one of six. You can pay for a dollar and get it. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm obviously not the target, but I feel I, like it's just... those kind of promotions are less toxic than like games or waifus because with those kind of promotions, like, do you really care which mascot you get? Whereas in games, like, you, that's why you're gambling for a specific thing. So yeah, so that's like predatory mechanics where it's like obviously like Genshin as an example, uh they have five star characters, the stronger characters. They are definitely way better Is than Is that like the SSSSSR characters? Yeah, like the super secret rare character, the the top of the line characters. They are way better than any of their four star counterparts of the same type 
or kind of weapon. And they all play John- uniquely, too. So it's like, you don't need these characters, but they definitely, because I have a shit ton of them, uh, it definitely makes it a lot easier to play. So it's really pay to win. And it's, yeah, it's predatory. And John, I- John, you and I did an entire episode of the podcast where we talked about the nature of gacha games. And like, it show just said it. It's literally just gambling. Yeah. And it's it's a vice that I really should watch. And it, it's just, it shocked me how easily I got absorbed into spending money. When for the first three months of this game's release of Genshin, I did not spend money. And only in the last two months did I just start blowing a shitload of money. Yeah. And it's like even worse that like, I don't know, each role is like a small amount of money. So you're like, oh, I can do this small role. It's like I can do another and another and then what yeah. you're a hundred dollars in oh when did that happen yeah and they have like guarantees where like oh if you do the event pulls it's guaranteed at 90 to get one of two so you have a 50 50 chance oh that's a worthwhile gamble you know <laughs> yeah, gotta get it like, while oh. it lasts well because if you don't get it on the first round you 100 percent will get it on the second round and 180 pulls that's like fucking 200 dollars <laughs> But, yeah, totally but we don't worth. talk about how much money it is. We talk about how many pulls it is, and it exactly. seems reasonable. It's not reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I, you and I talked about this when, when we talked about gacha games before. It's like it's genuinely just letting kids gamble. Yeah, I mean, obviously the kids got to get the money from their parents, but the parents also need to be the more responsible party and say, "Hey, no." <laughs> but just seeing all of it around us in consumerism, like you know, collectible toys and collectible minis here and there everywhere you go for kids it's just ingrained in you at at a Mm -hmm. young age and there's no really like oh you should know how to spend your money correctly but there's no one to really tell you that because it's it's normal it's like if you get into something it's just normal to always have gotcha mechanics and you that's that's the insidious nature of it though that once it gets implemented somewhere it never leaves yeah it's like it's actually it's exactly like taxes as taxes are to the government once they get implemented they never leave and (laughs) for me i i justify i can spend my money because i'm like you know what i have extra funds that i set aside every month for i i do budgeting right for me and my girlfriend and i have a set certain amount of money i set aside a month for just whatever i want if i felt like going out to drink if i felt like go and get an extra takeout if i feel like going to the casino if whatever the fuck i want to spend extra money on i'll use that amount and i don't go over that that's like i have a budget and it's just something that's smart that everyone should be taught because that's, i mean that's, I'm, I'm the exact same way like i once i pay my or put the money aside for my bills and you know pay my rent and stuff like that like whatever money i have left over there's a portion of it that i put into the bank in my savings account and yeah. then the rest of it that I have left over is just, it, it's money for me. It's to go out to eat, to go to an actual casino where I could win actual fucking money. Um, <laughs> that's bad. Or, you know, that's a bad mindset to go to a casino with. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's the difference though in my mind. Like I would rather spend my money at an actual casino mm-hmm. than on a gotcha game because with a gotcha game, the most I'm ever going to win is like stuff for the game. At a casino, yeah, I'm still probably going to lose, but at least if I do win, it's money, and everywhere accepts money. Okay, but, but who needs I can't, money? I can't go with some cosmetic outfit to 7-Eleven and say, can I give you this cosmetic outfit for those two Diet Cokes over there? Who needs Diet Cokes when you look amazing in a video game? 
Exactly, dude. Oh my god, I love costumes in games. I agree. I will pay, but I just from my personal experience, coming from a family, if you're Asian, uh, your parents probably gamble. They may have not <laughs> have a amazing, terrible gambling addiction like I had to grow up with, but watching people be gambling addicts and losing their money and not being able to afford to fucking feed you, uh, you you learn to hate gambling real fast and learn how to budget and. I like I said, yeah, I think gambling is fun. I like going out and gambling, but to me a casino is not an opportunity where I could possibly win money. It's I'm going to go to the casino with 200 in my pocket cuz that's what I set aside. And if yeah. I win, oh great, amazing. I can go get extra dinner or go get a fancy feast or whatever. You know, like or do put it in my savings account. Yeah, do whatever the fuck I want. But if I lose that 200, hey man, I came here with 200. I lost in 30 minutes. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to fucking just chill out and go home. You know, like, yeah, that's, I mean, my... that's the mindset I go. That's the mindset I go. Like I'll withdraw a set amount from my bank account. Like, you know, whatever it's $300, $400, 500, whatever. It's whatever I'm comfortable with losing that particular day. And that won't fucking bankrupt me either. Um, and then I tell myself that, you know, this is what I had to play with. If it's gone, it's gone. And you know, I've that's never acceptable. actually, gone to a casino like i like the idea of gambling but i just i can't i don't want to lose money it just seems so dumb i've i've learned yeah. recently you fucking love the idea of poker because every time you're playing oh, poker I on tabletop simulator like come play with I me i love gambling games <laughs> but i don't like to actually gamble see i have a friend who's like that as well he's like he hates because he also he's asian and he also has parents who have a gambling addiction and you know it's caused problems for our families both but he hates gambling because he's like, I can't stand losing money. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. But I need to play blackjack. <laughs> hit me. Just play the um, mobile games or whatever. I mean, I'll hit you. Just give me give me your face. I'll put wow. My oh, wow. Well, speaking of gambling, I recently watched um, a gambling film on Netflix called Molly's Game, which is it's a live action. So I'm sorry, you weebs out there. It's real people. Hey, don't don't Gross. apologize because the last live action thing from Netflix you actually suggested turned out to be really good. Well, I'm assuming you're talking about Queen's Gambit. Yes. Well, if you liked Queen's Gambit, I would highly recommend Molly's Game because they they both feature main heroines that are ruthless bitches, and that's so basically a common... it's <laughs> Kakegurui. Um, it's like Kakegurui except she doesn't like orgasm; she like kicks you. <laughs> even better exactly um so it's actually based on a true story um it's basically the biography of molly bloom who was an olympian skier who got an early injury so she had to retire early and you know she had nothing to do so she just started gambling and she got involved with this really multi-million dollar gambling ring she ended up running the ring and then um, some bullshit happens and she gets like arrested and all this drama. Um, but the main actress, uh, Jessica Chastain, did such an amazing job as Molly. Like she just insults everyone she meets and she is just one bad bitch. And honestly, she makes the whole film. Um, I've actually, I've actually, I'm actually familiar with the story of Molly Bloom, so mm -hmm. I might actually give this a shot. And it's actually really impressively directed because 
like many um, dramatizations of real events, the story itself is usually really clunky because it's not fiction you know there's not like a team of writers being like oh you know there's going to be character growth here and then there's going to be uh like a plot twist and then a climax and then a resolution no these are just actual events that happened in whatever order they actually happened so sometimes it's very clunky to like transfer that to a film and make it like fun to watch but they did a really good job because the actual events that happened in the film could have been really, you know, weirdly jumbled up. But the way they did it, they told a really, uh, really uh, fluid story that was actually pretty satisfying um, at the mm. end, even though the real life events aren't satisfying the way they ended the film, it was. So I do highly recommend it, especially if you like um bad bitches uh <laughs> insulting people so okay i mean the, what you mentioned there that's always the challenge with adapting a real uh, like a a real story into a fictional or a, you know like a, a movie or a tv show yeah you have to balance the idea of having a traditional narrative with mm-hmm. telling the actual story mm-hmm And they do a really good job of dramatizing it because it is very dramatic. So there's a lot of entertainment value. You're not going to feel like you're watching a documentary. You're going to feel like you're watching a drama. But at the same time, some of the like really sensational events that happen in the movie, you're going to in the back of your mind, you're going to be like, oh, this is so crazy. I'm like, oh, shit, this actually happened. So it's like the best of both worlds. It's like Hannah Montana if she was a bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Well, wow. I have to check it out. I, I totally recommend it. Well, uh, you're 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 one for one on Netflix recommendations recently. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, so I have something I wanted to kind of bring up. Um, I really would love to go to Otakon this year because it was canceled last year, or just any convention in particular. Um, but as we know, uh, a lot. Not I won't say every convention in 2020 was canceled because there were some in January and February that did happen. Um, but most of the anime conventions throughout you know North throughout the world really um, were put on hold last year, and it's looking more and more like a lot of those same conventions are going to be put on hold again in 2021. Um, at least as of right now i mean we're we're recording this at the end of february so who knows things could change um otakon is typically at the end of uh july early august i think this year it's scheduled currently for the very first weekend in august if i'm not mistaken or, or last weekend in july um so things could change between now and then um if it's on i'll be there if not i mean obviously i won't but my question becomes like if we have to have almost all these conventions across the world go two years without having an event, can they realistically survive that? Yeah. What? Aren't They're they publicly just, like, funded, aren't they? Volunteer based? Yeah. They... Not necessarily. O- Otakon has, has said publicly that they're very close to insolvency. Oh, no. Uh, they've actually put out feelers for people to donate to them, and I have. Like, if if you can, I, I highly recommend it because they are completely fan funded. Um, they are largely volunteer based, um, but they still rec- what they usually do is they use things for like uh, the money that comes in from 
uh, pre-sales, like the the pre-ordering the badges and stuff mm-hmm. months beforehand. And obviously no one's doing that now because they no one knows if this is going to actually happen. Um, and no one's really putting in requests for hotel rooms and such. So, And they use that advance money that people are giving them to uh, solidify their space in the convention center. And if they don't have any money, they can't do it. So they're basically going Bernie Madoff style where you give me money now so I can put money down for later. Well, because like... they're actually a nonprofit organization, at least they're listed legally as a nonprofit organization, they can't solicit donations in that way. So what are um, they doing? So basically they're saying, hey, uh, there's this thing on our website. You can give us money and uh, we hope you don't expect anything in return. Wow. So they're selling okay. nothing, basically. Basically. I just don't understand why, if it's all volunteer-based and they're a nonprofit organization, why can't they just wait until when they can open before? Like, they they don't have to do anything this year, so why can't it just be on pause? I don't understand. They don't have to book anything. They don't have to pay for anything. So they don't need money right now. So why do they need money right now when there's nothing going on? You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. I get it. And, yeah... It, it's it's a complicated thing. I mean, every convention is com- is run completely differently. There's no one way to do a convention because um, some of them are for profit. Um, some of them are completely volunteer based. Some of them are only run by fans, and there's no um, there's no professional input whatsoever. Um, but it just it's just the way they do it. That's the way they've always done it. I think part of it is because how the convention center requires them to. Uh, put money up front to uh, request a space for that particular weekend. And if no one's buying tickets up front, they have no money to pay them. Yeah, but why would they need money now is my question. You know, because they obviously aren't going to have a convention right now. Especially since it's so uncertain. To reserve the event space. Yeah, but obviously if they can't get people to do it right now because it's all in the air, instead of having people do it right now and then being able to reserve it and then being, okay, now we can do it and do everything last minute, just wait another year. Like, I think, I personally think anime fans will always love conventions because, you know, it's a fucking, it's a safe space. It's a space where we can go meet other nerds of like minds Mm. and shit talk about our different tastes and, like, get to see nerd anime culture. Like, it's a thing that people want. People will always want these type of conventions. And Oh, for sure, for sure. I don't think that if they just wait a year to do all of this again when they know for sure they can open... You know, like, why? I don't, you don't need the reservation now. Just wait, man. Especially if you're nonprofit. <laughs> that makes yeah, zero I, sense. Listen, I, I don't pretend to be an expert in exactly how all these conventions are run. I do know that they have said that they're, if it doesn't happen this year, they're very likely going to go under as a convention. Um, I feel like that's probably not a unique story either, especially if a bunch of conventions get canceled again this year. Um, I can tell you that as much as we, as people who like to attend these conventions, uh, are really wanting them to come back, the people who get invited as guests want them to come back too, because for people like voice actors, it's some of the most money they make throughout the course of the year. Like I've, I've seen on Twitter, like a lot of voice actors have said, listen, as much as you guys want them to come back, we really want them to come back because they're, the conventions are our biggest source of revenue. Yeah. And again, that's why I feel like the smaller ones that, for some reason, they're going to close. I again, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would they close now, especially since there's no sales? 
Like what? Do I, they I have do to think pay? like the 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 really really big ones like you know, Anime Expo is one for sure. I don't think it's gonna go away. Um, or uh, say maybe SakuraCon out in, in Seattle or um, what's uh, Anime New York? I think is the one the big one in New York City. Um, I think it's called Anime New York. Uh, anyway, I, I think those are gonna be fine. It, it's the smaller ones that are run by very small groups of people that. You know, who knows what this has done for them personally, uh, monetarily? That maybe they just don't have the money to to devote time to this anymore. I mean, someone's got to pay for the living costs of the lollies in the basement. We That's can't true. just let them go hungry. True. Well, <laughs> sacrifices. Where, are you go with, where were you going to go with that, John? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What do you do to your lollies in your basement, John? Listen, if I can't feed them for a day or two, I think it's fine. Damn. Right? Oh God. <laughs> That's right. Child abuse. Uh, horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst thing about having lolis in your basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I, I'd like to think I speak for both of you when I say, like, we'd really like conventions back ASAP. Honey, as an introvert, I am, I have no say in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I miss conventions, but I just, you know, the whole going under thing, that's just, it's just sus to me. Is all I'm mm. saying. I, I don't know enough information. I just, you know, like every other asshole out there, like every other person out there, you know, I've got an opinion. Everyone's got an asshole. I've got an opinion. <laughs> Whatever that's saying. I don't know what that's saying is. <laughs> uh, opinions are, are like, like assholes. assholes. Everyone's got one and some people's are bigger than others. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I love conventions. I can't wait to go to them again. I really want to go to Otakon because I someone who recently started going to it it's become one of my favorite conventions out there um i just i just i want to go back i really do and and show i don't care what you say i'm fucking dragging your ass to the next one are you lonely alex no (laughs) then you'll love today's sponsor adam and eve dear oh no listen listen We're not actually sponsored by Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve sponsor us. Um, <laughs> oh God! Listen, I'll run my dignities through to, through the ground, man. If they're I'm good enough be for doing sponsorship. I'm gonna be using sponsorship spots for dildos and strap-ons now. Listen, listen. If they're good enough for Wubby, man, they're good enough for me. I'm not above mm-hmm. Wubby. Okay. Um, you have something written here, showed that I'm actually very interested to hear you talk about. Okay. Well, so Dr. Sauce asked us the question about traps at the beginning of this episode, and Mm. that sparked a conversation off uh, the record between me and Alex, and I said that I was a trap, and Alex was like, I've seen you, show, you're not a trap, and I was like, hold up, (laughs) this is, this is a long story that I have to describe why I am a trap. Okay, so basically, everyone I meet on the internet says I am a woman, and yes, and I'm not gonna lie, Joe. <laughs> you do have a very effeminate. Okay, voice. actually, for I clarification, also you were... <laughs> so for if you don't know, I am a man. Okay, um, but can uh, confirm? Can you? Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, everyone I meet on the internet says I'm a woman. They insist I am a woman when I tell them I am not. And that's great for them. I am a man. Um, So, like, a couple years ago, I was on 
uh, the phone with my bank. I wanted to make, wanted to change some services. Um, and they gave me like a hundred different questions and I'm like, yes, blah, 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 my address, my whatever, my postal code, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, we cannot service you. And I'm like, why can you not service me? And you, and they're like, on your profile, it says you are a man. And I'm like, I am a man. <laughs> they're like, I'm you sorry, you have to come in person. And I'm like, fuck you. Okay, I didn't say fuck you. But I hate my bank. Um, so I had to go in person to get some stupid, trivial services done. Because they would not believe that I am a man. Fucking sexist bitches. That is um, discrimination. I would have fucking sued. Dude. I this know. I'm like, what? I have to sound like a certain way to be a man? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and this, I just thought. I feel like this is something that genuinely angered you at the time, though. Well, it was uh, so annoying because I had to get my ass up and go in person <laughs> to do this trivial service at my fucking bank. And my bank is such an asshole because they never service me properly. No man ever services me properly, and neither does my bank. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I have a lot of problems with my bank, including their lack of gender respect, whatever. Anyways, I was reminded of the story because, like, a week ago, I called my bank again, and I was, like, um, trying to change services for me and my mom, and, like, I was describing... I, I was, like, doing all this... I was talking to them about my account, and they're like, um, we can't do this for you. We need to speak to Kazu. And I'm like, I am Kazu. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I swear to fucking God. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I'm just like, I am a man. And they're like, okay. And they actually let me change my services. So that was okay. But I don't appreciate it being contradicted okay when i tell you my gender you say yes okay <laughs> you, you say yes sued the sir. first time you really should have fucking sued i swear to god i'm so done <laughs> i mean i will say you have a, you have a very effeminate voice no i don't blame them for thinking but i'm a if you woman. have like security questions in place and someone can answer them like I yeah, like I answered all your fucking security questions. But, like, in a professional setting, if I say I am a man, that is just sexist to to to, to counter-argue against me, okay? Don't, don't, don't explain to me my gender to me, okay? <laughs> Jeez. So that's why I'm a trap. You should have posted that on Twitter. Okay. You should have tweeted this out, what happened. We should have TikToked it. Oh, my God. on YouTube. Oh. Oh God! Yes. Listen, I would SJWs be the. Had I would be the, day. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag revenge for show. Oh. Hashtag justice for Kazu. I swear it's, to God. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more than annoyed. I would actually seek legal action, but you know that's just because I hate banks. So. I guess so, well, but like, I mean, what would, what damages would I sue for? Like, I didn't really discrimination. Have, you know. But, like, I didn't yeah. really lose anything. I just, like, what? I have to pay for the gas to drive there to go in person? I mean, yeah, your time. So, like, an hour? Emotional yeah. damages. It is emotional. damages. They denied you. Fuck you, yeah, bank. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I get, I, there's, there's a part of me that can relate to this because I have been told, although neither my mother or myself actually hear it, but we have, we have both been told that we sound alike on the phone. <laughs> I'm just imagining your mother now, and it is an interesting image. 
<laughs> She's an interesting woman. Um, but no, we've been told multiple times that the, we haven't been told it much lately. This is more when I was younger, like in my early teens and you know through high school, that we sounded almost identical on the phone so, to the point where people would call. This is back when we still had landlines. That's how fucking old I am. Um, people would call our house and I would answer the phone and people were like, Alex? <laughs> yes? Listen, you have a very motherly aura around you. God, you have like a glow. very matronly, like a little pregnant glow, you know. Oh my, <laughs> Jesus! I can I, I, seriously though, I can understand, and I I would not begrudge you one bit for being pissed off in that situation. It's just like I get it so much, and people just never, they never accept that I that like when I tell them that I'm a guy, and I'm just just tired. I'm so tired. Uh, but it's fine. Whatever. I'll live my life. Have you considered making your voice deeper? Don't. No, fuck that. Don't, yeah, fuck that. I don't think anyone needs to explain themselves. Like, it doesn't matter if you have a high-pitched voice, low-pitched voice, whatever. If you say nah. you're a man, like, all right, sounds good. Sorry yeah, for the mistake. Especially, yeah, I mean, I can understand them, like, on the phone if they say, uh, yes, ma'am, and he's like, oh, no, I'm a dude. Like, oh, I mean, I, as a person on the other end of the conversation, I'd be embarrassed, but I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, sir. And then you just move on. Like, that's fine. And then the fact that you say you answered a bunch of security questions and they still wouldn't let you do it. Yeah. So dumb. Isn't that what the security questions are for? To confirm your identity? Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently I have to sound how they picture me. I don't know how they picture me, but whatever. I don't know. When you showed up, I, it'd be interesting to find that if, it, if when you showed up to the bank, it was the same person that helped you at the bank. As well. Oh, honey. I would throw you know my you phone do? at them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should just like have a Twitch VOD of you like in person. Right? Calling my bank. <laughs> like, look, go, do you have YouTube? Pull up your phone. All right. I'm live streaming this conversation right now. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. <laughs> pranked you're on camera <laughs> I really want to call this episode now dude sounds like a lady <laughs> no maybe I don't know you control the titles I don't give a shit oh man Ugh. Uh. so John yes Alex tell me about Diablo 2 yo BlizzCon was yesterday <laughs> Diablo 2 Resurrection's coming out like I will say, Christmas. by the time this episode actually goes live, it'll be a couple of weeks ago. Let's go. Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, no. Anyway, apparently Diablo 2 is getting an HD remake. Same thing like StarCraft 1 did. Um, I paid $20 for that the HD graphics remake thing because it was really awesome. And I really wanted StarCraft to work on a fucking Windows 10 computer because getting old games to run on computers is cancer. Like, they don't work. Tell me about it. Like, you want to play something from circa 2006? Guess the fuck what? It doesn't work. Feels no, what? the best way to do that is to build a, compu- a new computer with 2006 components. Yeah, no, actually. Like, I had a... <laughs> fucking recently, I had a problem with, like, Dead Space 1 and 2, where I had to get a mouse fix. I was getting lag, stuttering issues, because I had to fucking run it in compatibility mode and this and that. And basically, it's because my computer is too strong, and that's just what happens. And I was like, wow, this is cancer. Not actually. Yeah, cancer, a lot of people don't but... realize that, like, 
you'd think that if you're going to play an old game on your brand new computer, it'd be like perfect because your computer is so powerful. How could it not run it? No, that was an old fucking old game engines and they ran either in, in 64 bit or not 64 bit, uh, 32 bit or 16 bit graphics. I mean, it's not going to be good. Listen, Dead Space 1 came out in like 2007. And this is the age where we started getting more um, dual processors and quad processors. I know, I think it was mm-hmm. dual processors. And it was having problems with people who had dual processors because it was too fast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm running fucking what? 12 cores? <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah, 12, 24, 89 cores. Like it's insane. And I just so I'm happy that the remaking Diablo 2. I never got to play Diablo 2. I played Diablo 3 and I hated it. Um I liked the auction house. I know everyone else hated it, but I liked it because I made so much money off of the auction house. <laughs> Listen, people are lazy, man. They they will pay money. So Blizzard when it had the auction house on PC for like the 4 months that it did, People would pay money for gold, for gems, and for gear. And I could farm gems through the story, so I just kept replaying the story and fusing up the gems. And it was like a 25% chance to get the certain like rarity of gem or some shit. And I was I was lucky, and I kept fusing those, and I just kept running the story for more, and I could sell each one for like $7. Wow. So I made back how much I spent on getting the Diablo 3 game, and then some. So that's why I thought the auction house was awesome. I didn't wow. pay for Diablo. Playing the system. No, you didn't pay for it. It paid for you. Listen, I I have a history of playing games and selling stuff in games. But uh yeah, so I'm it's excited. A legitimate strategy. I'm just excited for Diablo 2 to come out with it's going to have HD graphics. Uh they're going to just basically bring back the game as it is. It's going to be cross progression. So if I own two copies of it, I could play on PC or console. So that's cool. Uh, that's that's really it like i hope it goes well with the remake uh i've been hearing things from the community like warcraft 3's remake was really ass so hopefully it's not ass i don't know especially since all the people who worked on d2 aren't there anymore (laughs) so that's why d3 was so bad (laughs) because all the people who made d2 were like gone i was like oh e I'm curious as to what you think because like there's a lot of games now that are coming out that are essentially just remakes of old games like HD remasters and stuff. Yeah, like uh Demon Souls. Demon Souls oh, just yeah, had a remake or, last year. Or like how they did uh the first two Halo games, you know, Halo Combat Evolved and Halo 2. They did the anniversary editions of those. Oh, yeah, but and, the anniversary edition of those are crap uh, anyway. <laughs> That's I, all. Yeah. I we live in an era where we're having our second childhood cuz they're just remaking the games we used to play. <laughs> That's yeah. That's what I was gonna ask you. Like, do you think this is actually a good thing? Because I I do think there are some older games uh, that definitely deserve to get remade in like so that there it's not a fucking act of God to get it to run on a new computer. Yeah, I I personally like it just because I listen. There are only a handful of games that I will pay twice for, right? <laughs> and. Well, I, uh, I, uh, I, a, a big reason I ask that is because of the recent um, the recent acquisition of Bethesda from Microsoft means that Obsidian and Bethesda are now under the same umbrella company. And I really, really, really want a, a HD remaster of Fallout New Vegas just so it doesn't run like absolute ass and you don't yeah. need 80 fucking mods to get it to not crash every 10 minutes. Dude, I would replay. I love Fallout 3 and New Vegas. I would love an HD remaster of those two games. Same thing mm, for, too. like, and I just, I like this 
remastering stuff because I like playing on PC first and foremost. So I like seeing a bunch of ports come to PC because mm. HD remaster where it gets launched on PC, I can finally play this game because it's on PC. Like Halo, for example. I love the fact that Master Chief Collection came to PC. I really want Halo 5 to come to PC so that way I can replay it again. I, I literally bought an Xbox just to play Halo. So, you know, this is a game series I would love to play on PC. That's why I'm hyped for Infinite to be on PC. And yeah, I, like, yeah, I fucking just... I love I love Fallout New Vegas. It's one of my favorite games ever. I'm actually doing another playthrough of it right now. Um, Dude, how are you getting and... it to run on your computer? I'm I'm running like 80 fucking mods and it's still crashing randomly from from time to time. Well, that's that's just Bethesda though. <laughs> Let's um, be honest here. Well, yeah, but I mean it's also because it, it's a game that was made in 18 months. I mean, it's going to have some bugs. Oh god. Uh, but no, like cuz I've been watching this video series that this guy called Triangle City has been doing over the last like 2 years. It's all about Fallout New Vegas and it's strictly about the enormous amount of cut content that this game had like this thing had at least a hundred hours worth of cut content wow and it's like and and i just if they do a remaster i mean i would be happy just with an hd remaster this game that doesn't fucking crash every 10 minutes um but I'd love to see if they go and do it, get as many people that originally worked on it back as you can because there are some of them that still work at obsidian um get as many of them back as you can and try and uh, try and restore a, as much of that cut content as possible because there was a lot of really good ideas that were cut from this game. And I can tell you exactly why a lot of them were cut. It's because of the motherfucking PS3 and it's stupid, uh, the way it split its memory between its processor and its graphics card. See, I don't know because cut content, because I remember New Vegas very fondly as well, but if con- if cut content like changes how you originally play the game like how you can fucking speed run the game in like 30 minutes for by the way yeah (laughs) and uh you know i i would hate that because then now you're changing how the game was played the how i remember playing the game you know like all the stuff but if it's just additional content like there's other quest lines they were going to flesh out more of the vault story and stuff like that then that's fine yeah i would love to see that not stuff a lot that of they... the cut content involved just NPCs, like making the world feel more alive, adding more NPCs, more buildings and stuff to explore, um, making the cities and, and settlements actually feel fucking real instead of having like five people that live in every single settlement that you come across. See, um, yeah, I, I think that would be acceptable. What, what I don't want is content like fucking Fallout 4 with the house building. I hate that. Oh, yeah. I, I hated having to fucking... I actually really love Fallout. It's a maybe mm. a controversial opinion i actually love fallout 4's game engine i would love to see new vegas on fallout 4's engine see i'm fine with the game engine i just hated the first of all i hated the factions i hated that you couldn't take over a certain faction uh is it see, a spoiler can i what, spoil it well no that's what new vegas did so well with its faction it's like you could you could do one of two things you could join them or you could fucking slaughter them yeah and fucking fallout 4 it was just such a big disappointment coming off of fallout 3 and New Vegas, you know. It was a huge disappointment coming out of New Vegas, especially because the story in Fallout 4 is ass. Oh, it's so bad. And, uh, yeah, so I hope they re- remake the whole... Basically, just make the same games that I like playing for the next 
10 years okay and just do that and then re-release those games <laughs> i'd also like to say as a longtime fall, uh, fall, fan of the fallout franchise like fallouts one and two also desperately need a remaster because getting those to play on a modern pc good luck oh they just released um i think on steam or no 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 i think on good old games they had a bundle i fucking i forgot it was either on humble bundle or good old games or maybe it was Green Man Gaming. I don't know. One of the game bundle websites that I use was offering Fallout 1 and 2 for sale through Steam. I was going to pick it up because I've never played Fallout 1 and 2, but I completely it, forgot. I'll tell you this. But... If, you, if, you're, if your knowledge of Fallout comes from anything Fallout 3 onward, it's a completely different game. Yeah, I know that it's uh, supposed to be turn-based, right? It's like mm-hmm. tactical turn-based. Yeah, it's an isometric down. view. It's not first person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know about one and two, but it still has all the lore, which is I, oh, what yeah. I love about the game. Like I love how much lore there is. Like in I think I don't remember if it was in Fallout Three or New Vegas. There's like this certain area that has like bloody handprints everywhere, and it's like a haunted vault. And I'm like, yo, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Fucking peace out. <laughs> this is creepy <laughs> as shit. <laughs> I, the, the, one of the things I loved about Fallout New Vegas is it has a lot of callbacks to Fallout 2. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I don't know. I uh, I feel like fucking, a New I Vegas... I love Fallout. It's, it's one of my favorite game franchises. And, like, a lot of people piss on Bethesda for ruining it. I mean, you can certainly say that. But if, if it weren't for Bethesda, we wouldn't have gotten Fallout 3 or New Vegas. So, Yeah. Yeah. But also Fallout seventy six, that was the thing. Yeah, that was no, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Todd Howard, damn it, Todd, Todd, I got news for you. Some of this stuff just doesn't work. I wonder if Fallout seventy six is better. Maybe I'll go play that instead of Genshin. <laughs> and, hey, if you're uh, gonna throw your money at something, throw it at Todd Howard. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Video games wise. Yeah. Um. I wonder. No, it's a. You're not a big fan of first-person games, are you? Show. Um. Depends on how. It's a very uh, broad genre, first-person games. I, I know you're not a fan of first-person shooters. Oh yeah, I don't like first-person shooters. Which is a lot of what the modern Fallout games kind of are. Yeah, um, unfortunately. I feel like you'd like the story of Fallout though. I'm not American, so I don't like first-person shooters. Sorry. <laughs> oh damn! Damn! Fucking shade thoroughly thrown there it was a joke i don't know i think i think you would actually like the story of fallout though uh it's probably straight (laughs) wow probably heteronormative well no in fallout 4 you can romance whatever you want right (laughs) That's that's true, and I hey, in, in Fallout New Vegas, want. there's 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 a lesbian uh, side uh, companion that you can pick up. There's a gay companion that you can pick up. I think they're pretty um, forward thinking in Fallout, but I I mean, you don't have to play it. Who cares, right? I have no idea I mean, what Fallout is, but sure. Uh, it's it's fun. I love it. I highly recommend it. No, you're detracting from the fact that Diablo 2 is getting a remake and oh, everyone dear. should love it. Oh my. I mean, I'll play that too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I can't wait for it. Like everyone says Diablo 2 is really good and I got cheated out of a Diablo experience cuz I played Diablo 3. So and <laughs> while I wait for Diablo 4, I'd love to play Diablo 2. You know what we didn't mention? I was going to wrap this up, but fucking 
did you, John, you watched that whole live alternative announcement, didn't you? No, I did not. Oh. So Whole Live Alternative is like a new side project, I guess you could say, from Whole Live. It's essentially going to be like a multimedia arm of Whole Live, where it's going to be like professionally produced music videos, uh, I guess manga, anime. Uh, Don't they? They're doing an anime every Saturday right now, aren't they? Like this, the anime uh, shorts. every Sunday, every, every Sunday. Sunday. It's holo, holo no graffiti, and it's like it's watch every way. It's a short. It like most episodes are like two, two and two, a half minutes. Yeah, um, they're really bad. Every single one is like a fucking fever dream. I think. <laughs> listen, I like the Hololive girls, but they can. Some of them cannot voice act for shit. That's <laughs> true. Like, uh, freaking Okayu and Karone, terrible, terrible voice <laughs> actors. <laughs> Uh, great entertainers great entertainers terrible voice, voice actors they are not great uh marin hosho marin she's she's pretty good yeah um who else is 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 really oh coco's pretty good <laughs> but she does that deadpan delivery it's like yeah. all right let's go do it <laughs> i've been watching it's more weird Coco too. too it's gotta be it's gotta be weird for the people making this this anime because all of the girl they're not coming into a studio to record their lines they're recording their lines on their own computer setups so they're ha- every single one of them has different equipment yeah but we've seen anime where people recorded in their own like as bad it is because you can notice when people recorded in their own house but um i just just because you can play a character as a hollow live girl or as a hollow live mm. character does not mean you can voice act you know like it's True. just I, I can't describe. I've tried watching those the holo no graffiti stuff, and some of them is okay. Some of them is just like, ugh. Some of them are kind of ugh, but there's some of them that are fucking hysterical. Um, the one oh, yeah. where everyone's dressed up as dinosaurs that was fucking hysterical. Well, I like the the one where uh, it's Hushomari and Marin, and then she, you she's like, oh no, I'm tied up. Just kill me already, you brute! And then you just fucking slowly back away. She's like, "Hey, wait, wait, no, come back! You know you can come do back. anything to me. <laughs> you can, you can take me however you want." <laughs> but that's just because that plays off of like uh, Marin's character, so that that's yeah. why it worked out well. But and I ones, be honest I just, with uh... you, like the 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 little like teaser trailer they showed for Whole Live Alternative had like really decent animation and showing like this. Like very highly stylized anime versions of the some of the Hololive girls, and I'm like, I'd watch it. You know what I demand? I demand more A Chan and Yago. <laughs> <laughs> when when is Yago gonna get his own like VTuber <laughs> persona? He's been memed so hard. I can't wait. He's gonna. Uh, they're gonna run in. They're gonna pull. They're gonna lean full into the meme eventually, and it's gonna be great. I mean, some of the girls already have. Oh my god! It's it's fucking phenomenal to see. I would one hundred percent love a Hosho Pirates anime. I would watch the shit out of that. Oh my god, it'd be so stupid. But I'd it also would, but it'd be I'd love it too. <laughs> Alright, I think I will end it there. So thank you all for dropping in. The- <laughs> God, I fucked that up. Thank you all for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Uh check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Say goodnight, guys. <laughs> I don't gamble, but I've got an ace in my hole. Wow.
Ciao. Bye.